This is Frank Dominguez for the WDAV Piedmont Arts Podcast. This time, my guest is the veteran music director of the Western Piedmont Symphony, who bids farewell to the community he served for 27 years with a concert titled Full Circle on Saturday, April 14th at 7.30 p.m. in P.E. Monroe Auditorium at Lenore Ryan University in Hickory. The concert reprises the work with which he began his tenure with the orchestra, Beethoven's powerful Symphony No. 9, and features the Hickory Choral Society, Lenore Ryan Acapella Choir, and soloists. The Western Piedmont Symphony has been a fixture on WDAV through their performances on our weekly concert series, Carolina Live, and John Gordon Ross has been a really good friend of the station over the years. It's a pleasure to welcome him. And the obvious place to start the interview is by asking, why now? Well, I just kind of thought, and why now started about three years ago. You know, when I when I hit my was getting ready to hit my 25th anniversary with the orchestra, I started thinking about it and, you know, kind of what my age would be at the time and what I was interested in doing and maybe also not doing, you know, because for any music director of any orchestra, there's an awful lot of stuff that doesn't really involve music, some of which I like to do, some of which maybe I don't like to always do, although I can't say that any part of my job has ever been onerous or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But it was just kind of time also you know, when you've been music director of an orchestra for 27 years, you start to think, well, could somebody do a better job? I mean, if you're really honest about the musical product, and I think we've picked four exciting candidates to succeed me. I helped, uh, at least in the interview process. Now it's, I'm done with it. You know, my hands are off the whole situation, but I'm excited about the four people we're going to bring in next year. And I think any one of them would be a, you know, a step forward, uh, would bring fresh, energetic, younger leadership. And I think that's important too, because it does involve a lot of hours per week. And I'm kind of at a stage in my life where I'd like to have some of those hours selfishly for myself. And also because there are some things I'm involved in, like the soup kitchen and tutoring kids at a local elementary school. And I might like to have a little more time to do some of that too. That's really commendable. It's nice to know that you're not going to be completely dropping out and uh, pulling up stakes in the community. No, my wife's a bit younger than I am, seven years. So uh, she's got a little while to get to retirement as a public school music teacher. And so for at least three years, uh, my situation, I guess, well, I guess I could move out, but I don't want to. Hopefully she won't kick me out. You know, retirement does make that happen sometimes. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, uh, Sally's a very gifted music teacher, and uh, she can retire, I think, in two years or three years, and uh, she may choose to do that. But I think we'll stick around Hickory for a while. We finally paid off our house, a good feeling, and so... Uh, we might as well enjoy living in it for a little while and, uh, you know, also fix some things up. Uh, you know, I'll have that long list of little projects to do. Also, uh, spring training 2019 is definitely in my plans because my f two favorite baseball teams train in the same city in Arizona. So I can go watch the Reds and the Indians play <laughs> in spring training. And I've only been to spring training once down in Florida. So I'd like to do that. Um, uh, also, Arizona's a lovely place. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm a weird person in the sense that when I go out to that area, like if I go out to Las Vegas, I don't really go to Las Vegas. I go up in the mountains or I go to uh, 
valley of fire and hike around. I look around. It's so beautiful out there. And all these people are busy inside of those casinos doing their, uh, well, losing their paycheck, as I call it, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'd prefer just to get out and walk around a little bit and uh, and look at the beautiful countryside around there. I want to ask you about the process uh, that the orchestra is going to undergo for determining the next music director. But before I ask you about that, I'd like you to talk about what the orchestra was like when you came on board 27 years ago. You know, it wasn't a bad orchestra. Richard Huey, my predecessor, had done a very good job of taking it uh, transitionally from a, you know, kind of towny community orchestra into a more professional orchestra. And I think we've come a little bit farther. When I came, we had a string quartet, four players that worked together as a string quartet. But being able to replace those players was not always the easiest thing. And so one of the things I think that I've done that's really helped the orchestra is establish the Hickory Metro String Quartet Residency. I didn't. I mean, I had plenty of help, including an initial uh, grant from Chamber Music America to get it done. And we've had some wonderful resident string quartets. Uh, We have a great quartet now, the Tesla Quartet. And thankfully, they've agreed to stay an extra year and get us through this music director transition. And I'm very grateful for that. They don't live in Hickory as some of the previous quartets did. But I'm happy to say they spend a lot of time there, even when they are not working for us. So they've taken to the community and our community certainly taken to them. What is it about uh, being in Hickory that you've most uh, enjoyed? Well, you know, I saw they're on some hipster list now. So, hey, I'm a hipster. Who knew? (laughs) But I think it's probably a community for older hipsters. But I think there's a lot going on in the arts. One of the best kept secrets in Hickory is the Hickory Museum of Art. It's an absolutely first-rate collection of paintings and and other artistic uh, art objects, but uh, it really is a wonderful collection. When the museum was established, they collected a lot of National Academy painters, so they have a John Singer Sargent. They have a Whistler sketch. I mean, it's, it's an amazing core collection that they've added a lot of folk art to. Uh, there's a lot of glass art. I love Dale Chalouli's work, and we own several pieces. We, uh, you know, I guess I'm a member of the museum, so I do help contribute, although I don't think I probably paid much of the tab for that. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, you know, it's a wonderful collection. And really, I invite people from all over to come and visit the Hickory Museum of Art. It's really a destination, and I think a destination that maybe we in Hickory don't value enough. Tell us about uh, the process that you made mention of uh, with these uh, candidates that are going to uh, vie for the position of music director of the Western Piedmont Symphony. Sure. We had, and this is pretty standard, by the way, over 100 applications for the job. Our search committee narrowed it down to eight. I got involved in the process at that point. We interviewed eight of those candidates. Uh, They came to Hickory, spent a little bit of time with us, talked to us. Of course, we looked at videos and resumes and all of that sort of business. From those eight, we picked four who will each do a concert next year and spend about a week and a half in Hickory, uh, getting to know the community, getting to know the orchestra, of course, and preparing a concert. So hopefully at the end of that process, that search committee will be able to get back together with a lot of community and orchestra input. And it's really, uh, I think, pleasantly so, a very democratic process. You know, sometimes with uh, 
orchestras, it's not always that way. I remember a certain music director hired in Cleveland who got one vote from the orchestra. The rest <laughs> of the orchestra, oh, we don't want this guy. We want somebody else. As it turned, it turned out well in the end. But the board did the hire because they had an idea of who they wanted and it didn't jibe with uh, who the orchestra wanted. As things turned out, it was it was fine. But, you know, I think it's important to have that involvement. And it's also, you know, in these days of we're always out there looking for money and support, it's important to involve your supporters and to also hopefully build on that group of supporters and expand it. And uh, giving people a buy-in to the process, I think, is very important. Also, uh, I value people's opinions. Your successor has yet to be determined, but uh, what advice would you give him or her if, uh, when they get the call and uh, need advice about how to proceed? Well, trust the orchestra. I think we have a good little core of an orchestra in Hickory. Trust the orchestra. Uh, do what you can, of course, to get involved in the community in the time that you're there. It's an interesting community. It's a nice place to live if uh, the candidate is able to live there. There's a lot going on. Uh, you know, I, I would say that any music director that does a good job does all those things and becomes not just the conductor of the orchestra, but uh, become a music director for the community. And I hope that I have done that in some way, maybe sticking my nose in where it didn't always belong. That's, uh, that's certainly a possibility. And I think some of my friends would suggest I've done that on occasion, but, uh, you know, get involved in the community, get to know the town, get to know Western North Carolina. I mean, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, you know, we're blessed to live here. We've got mountains and beautiful lakes and, uh, Lots to do. I guess one piece of personal advice I'd give them is if you don't go hiking, start hiking because uh, <laughs> this is one of the greatest hiking areas in the world. And uh, what will you miss most about being the music director? I'll miss the musicians and, and you know, doing concerts. My guest has been John Gordon Ross, who comes full circle with a farewell concert to mark his incredible 27 years with the Western Piedmont Symphony, this Saturday, April 14th, 7.30 p.m., in P.E. Monroe Auditorium at Lenore Rhine University in Hickory. The concert reprises the work with which he began his tenure with the orchestra, Beethoven's Symphony No. 9, and features the Hickory Choral Society, the Lenore Rhine Acapella Choir, and soloists. John, congratulations, best wishes, and thank you so much. Well, I promise you I won't turn my ears off. I'll still be listening and uh, supporting the station. It's something that Sally Ross and I care very much about. Happy 40th anniversary, by the way. For the WDAV Piedmont Arts Podcast, I'm Frank Dominguez. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org slash subscribe. And follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College supported by listeners like you. Find us on the radio at 89.9 FM and HD1, streaming at WDAV.org, or on our mobile app, available at Google Play and the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening.